It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. I think I'm committed to building a new podcast studio. I don't know where. I don't know when. I don't know any of it, but somebody's doing some renovations in a in a, in a room on the other side of the wall. So if you hear any hammering or any sanding or any noises, we can't do anything about it. It just is I've what it is. I've been telling you for a long time you need to be in a padded cell. I know, right? For the podcast? <laughs> Tell me it's for the podcast. Well. <laughs> right. I'll hey, leave that to others' discretion. If you're a Happy Families member, you will know about this already. If you're not a Happy Families member, I think you'll want to know about it. We've got pretty good research that's um, building, showing that parent well-being is not exactly great at the moment and it's declining uh, tonight a webinar for our happy families members and for anybody else who would like to join us you can get all the details at happyfamilies.com.au the webinar is called we need to talk about mental health for kids and parents we need to talk about mental health for kids and parents uh, and what i would like to do in the podcast today is i guess give you a snapshot of where we're going to go in tonight's webinar. It's going to be such an important conversation. And if you or somebody you know is struggling with mental health, I think that you'll want to join in. If you're a Happy Families member, it's included in your membership. If you are not a Happy Families member, like I said, happyfamilies.com.au or become a member today. It's 35 bucks for the webinar, but it's only $18 a month to be a Happy Families member and you get a webinar every single month as well as a whole lot of other stuff. And you support the work that we're doing, the work that puts great, quality parenting information into the hands of everybody for free. Uh, The premium content, of course, is only for members, but free content uh, with the podcast, with what we do online, with our newsletter, it's your support as a Happy Families member that helps us to do that. So thank you, a huge thank you to our members. We love that you're part of our community and we love that uh, we get to share premium content with you. Tonight, premium content, we need to talk about mental health. So I'm going to assume that you don't have to necessarily be diagnosed with any mental health challenges to benefit from tonight's webinar. No, no, not at all. Now, now let's be clear. Mental illness is any condition that includes um, cognitive or emotional disturbances or abnormal behaviours or impaired functioning. And the reality is all of us are mentally ill in one way or another. (laughs) Well, just last week, I had an absolute meltdown. You'd been gone for so long. You came home and I literally fell apart at the seams because life is moving so fast and there is so much to do and I just felt like I couldn't do it all I couldn't stretch any further yeah so I've given a very general and very uh, very loose definition of mental illness of course it has to be sustained it has to be ongoing there's all sorts of conditions but in that moment you were definitely not mentally thriving and flourishing I was not <laughs> no you were you were experiencing impaired functioning emotional disturbance cognitive disturbance and some abnormal behavior wonderful <laughs> ticking all the boxes ticking all those boxes. fortunately it was temporary it was short-lived and it was completely understandable given the circumstances But we have those moments and um, one in five adults, if we get really serious about it for a moment, one in five adults report having a mental illness. 50% of all lifetime cases of mental illness actually begin in the teen years and 75%, three quarters of all lifetime cases of mental illness begin by age 24. It's just amazing. Well, I guess the biggest challenge for us is that if this is an isolated moment for me, then we get up and we get on with things. But if it becomes a reoccurring challenge, that's where our mental health starts to decline. When we don't have the skills, the skill set, the tools in our toolkit to actually help us move through those big emotions when we're feeling overwhelmed and just overloaded. And and often we're carrying trauma from stuff that's happened previously. And if we haven't processed that well, 
that trauma will impact our capacity to be effective today. Now, if we flip mental illness on its head and we look at what mental health is, they're not, they're not opposite ends of the continuum. They're actually two different things. That is, you can be high on mental illness or low on mental illness, but just because you're low on mental illness mm. does not mean you're mentally healthy. Yes. just means you don't have mental illness. But there's plenty of people who are not mentally healthy, but they're also not mentally ill. So mental health, and this is what we're really going to spend time on in the webinar tonight, is a state of well-being where we are able to realise, and when I say realise, I mean act on and live into our unique abilities and cope with everyday stress and have healthy, constructive, positive relationships and be productive in our work, whatever it is that we're doing, and contribute to the community. People who are mentally healthy exhibit all of those kinds of, should I say symptoms? That, that's the symptom of mental health, that you feel good and do good and have great relationships. I love how you've put it like that because a number of years ago when I was a young mum, I went bike riding with some friends yeah. and I had one of my friends was this ridiculously super trim woman and I just assumed that because she was so trim that she was healthy and fit. But we started riding and she couldn't go very far before she realised she was completely out of breath, <laughs> her legs were aching and it was the first time I had realised that it doesn't actually matter what body shape we are to whether or not we're physically healthy and so this idea that we can be lacking in not that it's a lack it's great lacking in mental illness still doesn't necessarily mean that we're healthy yeah i i, I would use this term we'd be low on mental illness that our, there, there would be no signs of mental illness that's what we're looking for yeah, yeah. So I'm really interested. What are we going to be talking about tonight? So I'm going to share five principles tonight. We don't have time only for all, five. Only five. We don't have time for all five in this conversation. Of course, uh, this is really just a sneak peek. Um, but one of the things that I'm going to talk about is that screens are sucking the life out of us and our kids. Mm. I just I need to talk about it. Are screens responsible? for mental illness no they're not because there's plenty of people prior to screens being what they are now like prior to say 2010 2012 who still had mental illness challenges but it has gone up and it's what screens are replacing what screens are yeah. displacing so we're going to step through that i, I want to play with some data that shows what happens when you give kids a smartphone at different ages and sort of show the trajectory of their well-being based on how old they are when they get their smartphone and we also need to look at what they're doing to us. So there will definitely be a focus on technology. I'm going to talk about this idea of time confetti. Bridget Schult, this wonderful academic who talked about how what we do with those tiny little pockets of time make such a difference. You have three minutes there. You've got seven minutes here. Uh, do you pull out your phone and let it suck some more life out of you? Or do you engage with the person in front of you? Do you have a chat to the person on the train or on the bus or in the checkout line or at the swimming pool while the kids are having their swimming lessons? Those kinds of things, they are so uh, so incredibly bound up in our well-being. You know the random conversation that you have with the person at the shops or at the cafe? You're picking up whatever it is that you've ordered and you just have that 30 seconds or 45 seconds of interaction. What does that do for your well-being versus having your headphones on, tapping your, your card or your phone and saying thanks and walking out? The quality of our life is changed when we minimize our screen use. Uh, the second big thing that we're going to talk about is connection. Connection to the currency of our relationships. Connection is so important for well-being. One of the things that I have noticed throughout my life, and especially in the latter part, is that often I feel so exhausted mm -hmm. from the day's 
efforts that the idea of having to connect with anyone just feels like too much. Yeah, so we take the path of least resistance. So are you going to kind of tap into that tonight? I am. And I'm also going to talk about how our brain fools us. Because what you've described there is is it's actually a cognitive distortion. It's your brain saying no to something that it needs to say yes to. It's kind of like when your brain says, no, I don't need to get any sleep right now. I've got enough energy in me to lay here on the couch and watch one more episode of Netflix. And your brain is telling you a lie. And our brains lie to us all the time about what's going to make us feel good. That's not very fair. I know. They, They lie to us about relationships. They lie to us about connections. They lie to us about physical activity. They lie to us about nature. They lie to us about getting off the couch. They lie to us about, you name it. Our brains are not designed to optimize our well-being. Our brains are designed to give us what we want right now that feels good. And that does not optimize our well-being. So we're going to talk about that. I'm so glad you asked the question. What else are you going to talk about? I don't know if I should say anything else because oh, I, I want people to come to the webinar. We're going to go deeper into all of those things. I, one more? One more. Just one. Okay. All right. This is a provocative one, but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Oh, you're such a tease. No, I'm not being a tease. Like I I can't wait to share this webinar. It's it's so important for our well-being. Like if we want to be really great parents, we've got to do this stuff. And if we want to be great people, we've got to do this stuff. Um, we're going to talk about how – and this this is going to make some people cry because they feel like they're already doing it every minute of every day. And yet I'm going to go really hard on this. This is one of those. You, you don't show up at a webinar like this so that somebody can say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing great. Uh, you show up at a webinar like this to be provoked. And I'm going to be provoking. I'm going to poke the bear. Um, I'm going to talk about how doing hard things makes us happier. And I know everyone's going, I'm a parent. Maybe you're doing it on your own. Maybe you're going through a separation or divorce. Maybe you're it's already, already hard. It's already hard. That's right. But I'm going to talk about how doing hard things makes us happier and how it's worth it, basically. It's, it's worth it and why we need to push through and how we can push through in a way that will strengthen our well-being and help us to avoid any costs, any mental illness costs. So recently I started doing art classes. Doing hard things makes us happier. <laughs> you almost cry some days when you walk out the door to art. You're like, I do. I can't do this. It is so hard. And Miss Nine decided she wanted to start. Yeah, did I mention this on the podcast already? I feel like maybe I've just shared it with somebody. No, you haven't. And so the last week she literally said to me, I don't want to go, Mum. It's too hard. I can't do it. I can't do it. And so you gave it to me and said, you need to take that. (laughs) (laughs) So you took her along and I just said, just tell the teacher what's going on. And they're, they're great. We have such a supportive network down at the art school. Yeah. And she came home a completely different kid with so much pride in her eyes when she showed me her half-finished pastel drawing. I can't believe the stuff this kid's doing. It is hard. It's really like, hard. It's and stretching. And for me, like as an adult, like it's so confronting because from one week to n- the next week, I might have a, like a huge successful moment one mm. week and feel like, oh my gosh, I've got this. And then the next week, I literally get put in the deep end and I feel like an absolute failure all over again. I'm just going to mention, now I need another story for tonight because that was going to be my my big story. But that's fine. You've shared it now. I'm sorry. I'll find another great story for tonight. (laughs) Doing hard things. All right, so there's that and a handful of other things that we're going to be talking about when we're talking about boosting our well-being. What can we do to not just be happier? Happy is too shallow. What can we do to feel good? And feeling good comes from doing good. Feeling well comes from doing well. 
You know what I mean. Uh, so we're going to talk about that tonight in the webinar. It's this sounds like it's going to be jam-packed with just so many gems for parents right now. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's tonight, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you're a Happy Families member, it's included in your membership. If you're not, please visit us at happyfamilies.com.au and become a member today. When you become a member, you get to support the work that we're doing as well, which means that we get to help so many families with all of the free resources And as a Happy Families member, you get those premium resources like tonight's webinar. That's it for the podcast. Thanks so much to Justin Rulon, our uh, producer, for making it sound great. For Craig Bruce, our executive producer, for the guidance and the direction that he always gives. If you'd like more information about making your family happier, please become a member. Check out happyfamilies.com.au. 